Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be riding solo here for a wonderful Saturday split slate uh, day. We've got a single game showdown in the morning. We've got a two-game early slate, and then we've got a four-game late slate that's uh, going to serve basically as the main slate. Uh, so let's get down to it, man. Let's go ahead and just uh, knock out that uh, single-game slate showdown. I'm just passing on it. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> I know I know you came here for some advice. Uh, it's a skip for me. I'm just not going to play it. I don't feel like I have a good grasp on this game. Uh, not really sure what the Knicks are doing, you know, game to game. I think, you know, we can count on guys like Julius Randle and Julian Brunson to put up some value. Uh, R.J. Barrett's an easy fade for me. He just doesn't generally do it for me. Uh, there are maybe very slight spots where I'll take a, a stab at him, but uh, it has to be a small slate. This is a small slate, so maybe you do just because a lot of people aren't going to own him. But uh, no, yeah, it's a skip for me. I think everyone's going to have Luka as their captain, so I just don't think there's a lot of uh, value there. Uh, just not going to play it. So moving on. Two-game early slate. I have skate written here, an early skate. If you guys are into ice skating, I guess uh, maybe that's what you're going to do. Uh, but let's go look at some of the uh, injury news we're going to look at here. We've got PG-13 questionable for this one. I would, I mean, I would guess he's not playing. He's been out for a while with the same injury, so uh, I'm going to lean towards him not playing. Kawhi, though, participant in practice, he's questionable for this one. I'm going to have him, I think, uh, in a lineup or two. Obviously, if, uh, keep on top of that news, but uh, but yeah, I do like him uh, at his price point. Norm Powell, out. Luke Kennard out, so the Clippers uh, potentially could be decimated again. Could be getting Kawhi back, so that'd be huge. Uh, Lamelo on Charlotte is likely out, I would guess. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., questionable? I'm not sure. Uh, he was out uh, for this game this game yesterday, but is he going to play tonight? I don't know. Uh, or today, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Cody Martin on the Charlotte uh, Hornets also is also out. So, yeah, it's a two-game slate, two games, not many, uh, can't be too choosy, uh, not too many great, amazing choices here. Um, I don't see any lines yet. I'm going to go to one more place. I'm sorry, I should have had this up already. I'm going to see if I can find the spread for you guys uh, for these two games. Uh, bear with me here. Uh, don't worry. It's going to happen. Stay with me. Uh, okay, here we go. Okay, I don't have a spread yet for those games, so... <laughs> Wasted you all your time. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but we do have the Kings and Clippers at 310. That's one of the games. I do have some interest in some of these guys here. Uh, I've got interest here in, uh, I would say, mostly the Clippers side. Just because they're playing against the Kings and the Kings played no defense. And we've said that before. And it's worked out for us. But yeah, I do have some interest. I, said, I mentioned Kawhi in the openings. Kawhi at 7,500. I think it's a great risk-reward play. And so if you're playing these large field GPPs like I do, uh, it's a guy you can take a stab on here and there. Is he going to have a mince restriction? We don't know. Kawhi has seemingly been handled with kid gloves this season. All reports are that he wants to play. But it seems like when he does play coming back from injuries, he does have a mince restriction. So very risky. Very, very risky. But at 7,500, I do like it on this you know two-game slate. You do have, do have to have some selections that are going to make you unique. And so a lot of people are going to fade Kawhi because of that I minutes mean, restriction and, and that risk. So if you have enough to stomach it, I mean, if he even gets 25 minutes at 7,500, he could hit value there. He hasn't been super great this season. 
But again, low ownership, and it's a two-game slate, so you got to be a little bit uh, unique. So, uh, you know, if you're running just one lineup, uh, lineup out there, I would probably stay away from them. But if you're a large field GPP, you're trying to hit a silver bull or something, yeah, I would maybe maybe have him because why not? He could have a big game. Uh, I do like if I if I if I could Zubach Zubach sixty three hundred. Uh, you know the Kings give up points all over the place. Center position is no different. We just saw the Zubach get get thirty points and was it thirty one and twenty nine rebounds, thirty one points, twenty nine rebounds. He's not going to do that again, probably. Maybe never again in his career. Probably never again in his career. But this is still a good spot for him. I do like T-Man, Terrence Mann at 4,700. Obviously, I like him a lot more if Kawhi and Paul George both do not play. But with Norm Powell out and Kennard out, you know, he's still going to get minutes. Still going to provide some value. Relatively safe play. Relatively safe floor. He, he does contribute in every facet of the game. He bounds assists, points, steals. So I do like me some Terrence Mann at 4,700. On the other side of the ball, I do have some interest in some of these cheaper kings. I'm not too interested in uh, De'Aaron Fox and Devonta Samoas. I think they're fine plays if you can get them in your lineups. I wasn't able to fit them in the few lineups I did build while I was uh, researching for the show. But I do like some Keegan Murray. I really like some Keegan Murray at 3,600. He's still getting those minutes, the same, basically the same minutes as the opening of the season. Has struggled a bit, obviously, <laughs> recently. But we've seen him bust out of a, a, a bit of a slump before. He did it pretty much in the last game. Thirty six hundred is pretty low risk if he, he puts up twenty, you know, twenty to twenty five DK points. We're fine with it. Totally fine with it. If he puts up thirty thirty five, it's great. It's a great play. So I think this is a, this is a smash play right here. I think I'm going to have Keegan Murray in any lineup that I put out there. Uh, I do have also some interest in Musa Diabete. Uh, and this is on the Clipper side. I apologize. Should have uh, went, with, went, to him, went with him on the Clipper side. He's only three thousand. He is uh, absolute rock bottom uh, minimum salary. I have interest in him only if Kawhi and Paul George are both going to be out because he's been getting minutes. He's been getting like twelve, sixteen minutes, somewhere in that range. Uh, with the Clippers just sound down so many bodies, they just have to throw some, someone out there. And I feel like, uh, you know, he can get some minutes here and uh, produce here at, at uh, minimum pricing. So if you need that extra salary, that's got to look at. Only if Kawhi and PG are out, as I said. On the second game, I don't have a very long list here. I don't have a lot of interest in these guys. But in the Milwaukee and Charlotte game, you know, one guy I do have to highlight here is Brooke Lopez at 6,000 just because of the matchup. Charlotte Hornets, they do bleed uh, points to everybody on the opposing team. I'm afraid of the, the blowout here. Charlotte is not good. Milwaukee is very good. They just lost one, too, to the Lakers, so maybe they take out a little bit of that frustration. It is, I mean, it's a back-to-back -back for both these teams. <clears throat> that's always kind of a tricky situation because you never know how that's going to play out for, for either team. I'm going to assume that Middleton's not going to play in this one. So maybe you can fire up somebody like a Grayson Allen or something like that. There's no news of that yet. So I didn't include it here. I don't really have it officially on my list. But yeah, if you get that news that you know Middleton's going to sit, you can look at guys like uh, Grayson Allen at 4,900. Maybe some Javon Carter at 4,200. I think he's pretty much out of the rotation at this point. I mean, he got 20 minutes. against the Lakers didn't do anything with it. It was kind of a flash in the pan type thing. Maybe Noara at 3,000. Maybe. 
it's minimum pricing. You're not going to find anybody at 3000 that's going to have a higher upside than them. But that's only if Middleton's out again. So do keep an eye on that. Uh, again, no news of that just yet. But I'm assuming he's going to sit just because he's been out for so long. <clears throat> so we can we can kind of, I don't want to say bank on it, but uh, assume that's going to happen. Uh, on the other side of the ball in Charlotte, I have interest in Mason Plumlee. Yes, I've got one, two, three, four centers on my, my list here. So I can't play them all. But Mason Plumlee, uh, 5,100 seems like a really good price tag here for a guy that's getting, you know, some solid minutes. Uh, Charlotte Hornets are down bodies still. Obviously, no, no LaMelo, no Gordon Hayward. And, you know, it's not a great matchup here for him, but he produces. He puts up assists, rebounds, points. Very, very safe floor. With a bit of a ceiling. He's not going to put up a, a 30 and 20, 31 29 game. I don't think he's never going to do that. I would, I would bet uh, my house on him never doing that in his career. Well, in the NBA. But, but yeah, I think 5100 is a fair price for him, even in this uh, not-so-good matchup. <coughs> All right, moving on, though. And before I do, I do want to mention our DFS pass. And I apologize, guys. I have a little bit of a cough still. <coughs> RSV's been going around my family. For the last like two or three weeks, if you're dealing with that same bullcrap, I feel you, feel for you, I feel for you for sure. Uh, go get healthy. Just deal with it, guys. But anyways, uh, before I move on to that four game slate, I do want to mention our DFS pass. It is forty nine ninety nine a month. Four ninety nine a month. So five bucks. You know, I'm sure you're spending more than that DFS per month. I'm positive. And if you're not winning, you should get it because it will help you win. You'll need to speak with me and uh, and the entire team over there at Sports Ethos. And while you're at it, go get the Ethos 360 pass because you get the wager pass also. I was three and one tonight, by the way. Good bounce back for me. Had a couple, uh, three or you know, two or three bad days in a row. I had a little bit of bounce back tonight, three and one. But you don't get those plays unless you are part of the wager pass, which is part of three, Ethos 360, which also includes the fancy pass as well. So go get it all. <laughs> all right, four game slate. Here's the injury news we need to stay on top of. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is questionable. That's a huge one. Talk about that. Uh, Josh Hart is doubtful. Mobamba, questionable. Okeke, I'm going to say he's doubtful. I'm, I mean, Mobamba was out Friday. I'm, I'm assuming he's questionable. So we have to stay on top because I think he was questionable up until tip tonight. Uh, Okeke, doubtful. Um, he was out also, but I think he's more towards the doubtful side, if I had to guess. Gary Harris is questionable also. I'm going to put him as questionable. Uh, he was out also, but uh, he might be back for this one. We'll have to take a look. Mike Conley. I've also got maybe questionable here. It seems like we keep getting updates on him. Not sure what his uh, return date is going to be or what his timeline looks like. I haven't really got much uh, communication on that, so I've got him as questionable here. Guessing a little bit at that uh, injury stuff, but that's what I've got so far. Uh, but I do have a lot of interest, actually. I do like I like this slate. I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, Orlando and Toronto. Let me see if we have a spread there yet. Oh, I'm reconnecting. Of course. Way to go. Jeez. Uh, Orlando and, and Toronto, we do have a spread. It's uh, 10.5 points right now. Seems to be a pretty average spread. And the point total we got is 216.5, which is not very attractive. <clears throat> but they are projecting basically a blowout here. 
The Raptors would win by ten and a half games. Raptors have been pretty god awful for for the last couple of uh, games they've played, especially Fred Van Vliet, which uh, we'll talk about here in a minute. He's been burning me here uh, in DFS, but uh, I do have some interest in the Orlando side of the ball. I've got some interest in Bull Bull at sixty six hundred. Still, another guy who's been burning me. But with Wilt, no Wendell Carter, uh, Jr. And probably no Bob, no Bobamba, I would guess, and no OKK. I still like Mo Bobo at sixty six hundred. I think he's just he's he's got that capability to put up forty fifty DK points. Is it a great matchup? No, I mean it's not the worst matchup. The Raptors are all like six eight, six nine, right? Six ten. They don't really have a true center. They don't really have a true seven footer on that team. So. It's an interesting matchup, to say the least. 6,600, though, for Bull Bull, though. His, his price keeps falling. And I'm going to keep playing him as long as these guys are out because I'm hoping he's going to have that big game again. Uh, OG Ananobi on the other side of the ball for Toronto. 7,400. I got some interest there. His price has fallen a little bit. And obviously, a new time he's playing Orlando. They get a bit bump here. So this is a sexy matchup for him. But I've got more interest, and I will say it again, in Fred Van Vliet in 7,200. And, yeah, he's just been terrible from the field. He's still getting the shot volume, though, guys. It will come around. Those shots will fall. And you're going to want him when that happens. 7,200 in a matchup that seems to be screamed to me. A get-right matchup for Fred Van Lee. I like it. Uh, Gary Trent Jr., 4,900. Again, I, you know, another guy uh, kind of burned me. I mean, his run was just bad. That was just like a throwaway game against Brooklyn. They just got blown out of the water. Made a little bit of a comeback in the third, but... It was pretty much done. I mean, there was just no point in taking anything from that game. 4,900 for Gary Trent Jr. This is a guy that can put up. I got a huge ceiling. A bit of a floor that might drop out. So a bit of a risk there. But a very high ceiling here at 4,900. That's what I'm looking for, especially in GPPs. Moving on, the OKC in Minnesota. I don't think we have... No, we do not have a spread or a total yet for that game. That's okay. It's going to be fun. This is going to be a fun game. I've got a lot of interest in this game. Uh, SGA, obviously, Shea Gildas Alexander at 10-3. I love him here. If he's playing, if he's out, I might go to the same guys I mentioned last time if he was out. Uh, Jalen Williams, I hope you guys took me up on that. He had, like, what, 28 points last time, 26 points, 24, somewhere in that range. The last time that Shea Gildas Alexander missed it, I missed. I know he shot really well from the field. He shot, like, 11 of 13 or something ridiculous. That's not going to happen again, probably. But 4,800, all we're hoping for is, you know, a 30-burger. I think that's very doable. Still waiting for him to put those assists he was putting up early in the season, too. I know Giddy's there and uh, handling the rock a lot and, and all that, but his assists have fallen off. I have a, a, a league or two. And uh, waiting for those to come back. Trey Mann, also, if Shea Gilles Alexander's out, 4,000, his salary climbed a little bit. Everyone was all over him. In the last one, I'll still be on him, though. I think 4,000 is fair if Shea is out. If Shea's in, there's no way. No way I'm playing him. Other side of the ball, though, on the <laughs> Wolves, obviously, Carol Anthony Towns is out, right? So I do have a lot of interest there. I've still got a lot of interest in Anthony Edwards, even at 8,600. His price climbed 600 whole dollars, dollar, dollar bills. But I still like him there at 8,600, especially against a team like OKC. I think he can absolutely go off as long as OKC can keep this close, which I think they can. 
because the Wolves aren't necessarily a team that dominates anybody. So, ideal uh, is also in Jaden McDaniels as a pivot at 4,700. Probably no one's going to own him because there's a couple other guys I'm about to mention here that everyone's going to own on the Wolves. And people don't like to stack. I think I'm going to stack three Wolves. Probably. Whether it's Anthony Edwards and some of these lower-priced guys, maybe. But I have a lot of interest on the Wolves side of the ball. Because here, look at Kyle Anderson, 4,400. Lock him in. No way he should be that cheap. He beat this price, 6x this price tag last game, shooting 3 of 11 from the field. Hope I remember that right. But he shot really terribly from the field. He's 6x. There is, that's, no, this is insane. Kyle Anderson's a lock again. It's ridiculous. Uh, Jalen Noel also, 4,300, getting incredible shot volume with no Carl Anthony Towns out there. Um, it's kind of a Fred Van, Leet, Van, uh, Fred Van Leet situation. Could he put up a dud? Yeah, he absolutely could. He could go two for you know, 11 from the field or something. I mean, that that can happen. But getting huge value there. And another guy that's just going to be low-owned that I have on here that I had last time, put up a, a bunch of stocks, so he's great on FanDuel. Nasri, 3,600. This is a matchup that I love for centers. And I know Nas Reed is not necessarily a traditional center. He likes to shoot a lot of threes, which, you know, I wish he wouldn't. But he also dunks the ball. I mean, he's also pretty dominant. I wouldn't say dominant down low in, like, the low post or anything like that. But you don't need to do that against OKC Thunder. You just need to grab offensive rebounds and putbacks. And Nas Reed can do that. 3,600. Too cheap. Too cheap with no Carl Anthony Towns. He's going to get 20-plus minutes. And, hey, if this game gets out of hand, <clears throat> he'll get even more. So I like it. Golden State Warriors versus Houston. I think Jabari Smith Jr. is a fantastic player here, 5,500. I think he's a, a pretty much locked at 5x value here. Not looking for much more. Don't think there's like an insane ceiling here. There's no uh, total or, or uh, spread here either, by the way. Don't think there's an insane ceiling, but uh, 5,500 seems like a very safe play to me. I think I'm going to have him as a, just a mainstay in my lineups here, just because I know I'm going to get. And he just put up a pretty good line against this uh, Golden State Warriors team. That doesn't have a lot of interior defense. Uh, Steph Curry, 10-9. I love Steph Curry here. He's probably he's my favorite stuff, favorite spend up on this slate. Uh, Warriors are you know saying I have back to back. Didn't play particularly well against the Bulls. Curry did not have a great game. Did not shoot the ball that well. So I think here's where he gets his. Bread and butter. He's not going to shoot terribly for, for a couple games in a row, usually. Usually. He did have a few bad streaks, but no, I think he's good here. Uh, Jordan Poole also I like at 5,800. He had a really good game against the Bulls. <clears throat> I just got done watching that, so maybe I have a little bit of recency bias here, but it could be the thing, the thing that kickstarts him. And he's a guy that was you know in the six to 7,000 range earlier in the season, so he's got a little bit of a price cut here. So I do like having some Jordan Poole in my lineups here. Okay, Portland and Utah. We do have a spread and a, and a total here. Man, the spread opened at minus six to the Jazz, and it's since shifted to minus four to the Jazz. Oh, man, the Jazz are still favored. Wow. Yeah, the Jazz have, have run out of that magic. You know, they're still an okay team, but minus four Jazz, and then uh, the game total we have is 225 and a half. Not too high, not too low. Pretty good game. I like this game. Uh, on the Portland side of the ball, I do have some interest in uh, in Amphrey Simons, 8,300. 
Utah Jazz, uh, you know, they're playing Jordan Clarkson a lot of minutes. Maybe Mike Conley gets out there. It doesn't matter who really is out there because no one in their backcourt plays at any defense. Simon's just put up uh, over 50 DK points against this team not that long ago. No Damian Lillard. Yeah, I like I like me some Anthony Simon's at 8,300. Nurkic is 6,700. Didn't have a great game last time these two teams played. I actually am a little wary of it because the Utah Jazz have been giving someone else a few more minutes, which I'm going to mention here. I'll just mention him. Walker Kessler at 3,200. I like him. He's been playing scene 22-plus minutes in the last two. So going back to Nurkic, uh, if Kessler's going to play a bunch, it kind of it just dampens my appeal. So I'm not going to like go out of my way to get Nurkic. I think he's fine if you land on him. But I think it's a, it can be a good matchup for him if they're going to play Kelly Olenek a whole bunch. But Walker Kessler at 3,200. Yeah, 22-plus minutes in the last two. The writing may be on the wall for the Jazz because they're starting to give him more and more minutes. Maybe, you know, take season starting a little early there, and that that's fantastic for me because I've got Walker Kessler in a few leagues at least, season-long leagues. But 3,200 is just too cheap. Even if he only, he's only going to get 15 minutes, he can still hit value there for us. And no one else on the slate is that cheap that you can say that about them. <clears throat> so I love me some Walker Kessler. I'm going to have him in a bunch of lineups. Thrive Fantasy. Go to thrivefantasy.com. Download the app. Go play their contest. You pick uh, tonight. It's 10 different props. You pick five of them, the best score at the end of the night that picks the right props. You get them all right. You win some money, a lot of money, 20 bucks to enter, 1000 You can win 1000 bucks. So go do it. Use promo code ETHOS at sign up and get a deposit match bonus up to 250 bucks. It's uh, obviously a smart thing to do. Go do that. Uh, Anthony Edwards over 29.5 points, and that's at 95 points for that play. Uh, I've already told you guys before, no currently Towns. I was playing his, his points prop for the last game, and he beat it pretty well. Uh, started off very hot, and then the Wolves just kind of went away from him for whatever reason, and then they came back to him at the end of the fourth quarter, and he just crushed it. So, uh, Giddy over five and a half assists, 80 points for that one. I don't care if Shea's playing or not. I think that's still a good play in this game environment <clears throat> with OKC uh, squaring off against the T-Wolves. Going to be a high-paced game, <clears throat> so I like it. Steph Curry, over 42.5 points, rebounds, and assists. I'm, it's 105 points for that one. I'm all over the Steph Curry train here. I think he's going to have a good game. I think the Rockets are going to actually keep this pretty close. They just had a really good win uh, against the Phoenix Suns. I think you're going to have uh, another strong showing here against the Golden State Warriors. It is a team that keeps things close. You know, they lose a lot of games. So Curry, over 42.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Nurkic, over 9.5 rebounds. I just got done telling you. Uh, you know, this is a good matchup for him. Uh, even if Walker Kessler does play, just means he's going to be on the floor more. So nine and a half rebounds at 95 points for that one. I think that's a, a good free. So that's going to do it, though, guys. I am sorry for all the coughing and everything like that. Hopefully I feel a little bit better uh, going into tomorrow with, with Lee. We break down the Sunday slate for you guys. But I hope you guys go out there and just crush this slate. Uh, please do follow me on Twitter at, at BSBKeith. And, hey, until next time, guys, go get that money.